It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Welcome to November. With the start of the month comes open enrollment for health insurance through healthcare.gov. Keep in mind that the Inflation Reduction Act, passed by Democrats who currently control Congress, extended the increased subsidies put in place during the pandemic. So costs are considerably lower now than they were. You have until December 15th to enroll in a plan for 2023. Police have debunked a sickening conspiracy theory about the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband. The lies being pushed by right-wing trolls, including... Elon Musk and Donald Trump Jr. suggest that Paul Pelosi and the man who attacked him were gay lovers who had gotten into a fight. Of course, it's complete fiction, as police and federal law enforcement have now detailed following the attacker's confession. The suspect broke into Pelosi's house and attacked him. San Francisco Police Chief William Scott said there is absolutely no evidence that Mr. Pelosi knew this man. As a matter of fact, the evidence indicates the exact opposite. Analysts say that the proliferation of social media posts discussing the theory shows how quickly conspiracies can spread, especially as violent threats against lawmakers escalate. Late Monday, Speaker Pelosi issued a statement on the medical status of her husband, saying he's making steady progress on what will be a long recovery process. The 82-year-old Paul Pelosi was struck in the head with a hammer and seriously injured by David DePapi, who is expected in court for his arraignment on Tuesday. DePapi told San Francisco police that he planned to talk to the Speaker, and if she told him the, quote, truth, He would let her go, but if she, quote, lied, he would break her kneecaps. DePappy was certain that Nancy Pelosi would not have told the truth, so he articulated that he viewed her as the leader of the pack of lies told by the Democrats, and he said that by breaking her kneecaps, she would then have to be wheeled into Congress, which would show other members of Congress there were consequences to actions, end quote. What? When asked why he didn't leave the house after he learned that Paul Pelosi had called the police, he said he viewed it as a 1776-type moment, similar to some of the views expressed by the insurrectionists at the Capitol on January 6th. The response from the right is telling. They either think it's hysterically funny or they lie. And you wonder why we're in this mess? Of course, a big reason is the former guy who must be hiding something quite insidious as he's been begging the Supreme Court to block Congress from accessing his tax returns. Just last week, an appeals court declined to reconsider a ruling from August that said those returns must be handed over. So the Supreme Court has until Thursday to intervene, and at press time, it appears that they have. Oh, my God. Chief Justice John Roberts temporarily halting the release of Trump's tax returns to the House Ways and Means Committee, calling for more briefing in the case? Seriously? This thing has made its way through the courts for how many years now? And they haven't heard enough? Just more proof that it's supreme no longer. We can now just call it the extreme court. Also on Monday, the criminal tax fraud trial against the Trump organization began with New York prosecutors laying out an alleged 15-year scheme within the organization to pay high-level executives in perks like luxury cars and apartments without paying taxes on them. 
During opening statements on Monday, prosecutors explained the scheme. The Trump Organization's longtime chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, has pleaded guilty. Prosecutors say he's gotten at least $1.76 million in perks that included rent on a Manhattan apartment, a leased Mercedes-Benz cars, private school tuition for his grandchildren. The lawyers for the Trump Organization have thrown Weisselberg under the bus, claiming that they knew nothing of this scam. Wow. By the way, Trump is not a defendant in this case. He's not expected to be implicated in any wrongdoing. But the charges against the business he built from the ground up are the closest any prosecutor has gotten to the former guy so far. President Biden on Monday threatened to push for a new windfall profits tax on big energy companies unless they help bring down fuel prices. Biden said it was outrageous for oil and gas companies to be making soaring profits as Russia's invasion of Ukraine drives up energy costs. Meanwhile, BP reported 7.1 billion pounds in quarterly profits on Monday, more than double the amount it made at this time last year. Just saying. Lots of news out of Twitter since Elon Musk took control late Thursday. He's removed nine members of its board and made himself its sole director. He fired Twitter's top executives and tweeted, the bird is freed. And he also said he has plans to loosen restrictions on hate speech and misinformation and make Twitter a haven of, quote, free speech. And although he hasn't issued a single press release, he appears to be announcing big changes in the platform via tweet that's in between retweeting right-wing conspiracy theories. His latest move, saying he'll charge a monthly fee of $20 for verified accounts on the site. Those are the blue checks you see. And he said they may also take away those check marks of existing users if they don't start paying for the service within 90 days. But who knows? Author Stephen King tweeted in response to the news, quote, $20 a month to keep my blue check? F that. They should pay me. If that gets instituted, I'm gone like Enron. Well, the self-described Twitter complaint hotline operator himself responded with, quote, we need to pay the bills somehow. Twitter cannot rely entirely on advertisers. How about $8? Really? That from the man who blew $44 billion to buy Twitter for no good reason except his massive ego? Good luck with that. The Supreme Court on Monday heard arguments in two cases challenging affirmative action admission policies at Harvard and the University of North Carolina. And it appears that the 6-3 right-wing majority is open to quashing the policies, questioning whether letting colleges consider race in the admission process is legal and constitutional. Just amazing. And finally, there was no Powerball winner Monday night. The new jackpot stands at $1.2 billion. Good luck. Let the lottery gods be with you. I got the And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.